Aloha and welcome to Conversations to Enlighten and Heal. Conversations is sponsored by HealthMasterySystems.com, holistic products for body, mind, and soul, and PurePlantEssentials.com, organic aromatherapy. Please visit these websites today. Be sure to visit the iTunes store and subscribe for the complete lineup of shows on Conversations to Enlighten and Heal. Today, my very special guest is Mayan teacher and healer, Judith Lightfeather. Judith teaches a system of healing called Mayan Tonal Acupressure Healing. She teaches people mastery of their energy systems and how to keep their energy bodies clear and radiantly healthy. Judith has completed 14 years of research on the Mayan and Anasazi ancient cultures. Judith's work has led to her connections with space agencies in several countries. Recently, Judith was invited to the return of the ancestors gathering on sacred Anasazi lands in Arizona. Indigenous elders from 81 countries made a world pilgrimage through northern Arizona and gathered for 11 days, beginning on Earth Day, April 18th through April 28th, and completed the Amara prophecy from over five generations ago, uniting the eagle and the condor through ceremony on a Navajo reservation. This pilgrimage had been prophesied by the ancestors of the Hopi and the Mayan elders. The ancestors were to create new guidestone tablets of prophecy for the upcoming 500 years, just as their ancestors had done 500 years ago. To learn more about Judith and her work, please visit Judith's websites, MayanHealingSite.org, that's MayanHealingSite.org, or TNTG.org, that's TNTG.org. Please welcome to the show my very special guest, Judith Lightfeather. Welcome to the show, Judith. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. It is an honor. To re- uh, the return of the ancestors was a major historic event. Why did so many participate? The people that came to uh, be partake and be part of it uh, all had uh, prophecies related to this time period of uniting not only the tribes but the earth, the earth vortexes, mm-hmm. which... Uh, the earth vortexes were more important than the tribes. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if you bring people from 81 countries that carry cell memory of everything that they've ever experienced in their culture, mm-hmm. and then they come and they do ceremony and become the ceremony, all that cell memory goes into the earth vortex. Mm-hmm. Wow, that sounds quite transformative and powerful it is probably the most powerful gathering that I have experienced uh, between the different lands Um, when the the cultures were invited to speak in the mornings uh, about their uh, belief systems and what they could impart it wasn't really even the words it was the fire ceremony that united them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fire was lit two days before the ceremonies were to start, and the fire never went out. Mm-hmm. So they would start their day with sunrise ceremonies, which uh, when we were camping in the same park, we could hear uh, in the morning, but we were separated from them. Um, then they would come in around nine 
and the actual ceremonies for the day would start mm-hmm. with the audience there. Mm-hmm. But the real day started at sunrise mm-hmm. and always ended at sunset. Mm-hmm. So what was the fire symbolic of? Fire is one of the elements, uh, fire, air, water, earth, uh, it, and water, yeah, and water. Uh, every, every one of the elements were, were very important in every ceremony as they, uh, tried to teach the people to become the elements, flow like the water, mm-hmm. uh, breathe the breath of spirit, which mm-hmm. is the air. Uh, ground your energy and memories into the earth mm-hmm. and the fire uh, is the I would say more like the electromagnetic energy of the planet where it sparks the intuition to continue to mm-hmm. grow mm-hmm. and also I think of the fires of transformation standing in the fires of transformation how the fire is such a purifier for coalescing and alchemy and uh, yes and it helps when you release uh, the issues to transmute them Mm -hmm. so that they uh, can come back to the spirit form and not be in your body anymore Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what was the intention and significance of the return of the ancestors gathering the intention was to connect the uh, vortex portals that are in the earth from Mm -hmm. every country including our own and uh, what I find is most of the people in our country don't understand that we have the sacred land which is equal to every other sacred land around the world Mm -hmm. so you know instead of going to Egypt to see the pyramids or the Maya lands to see the pyramids we have our ancient Anasazi which is ancient culture that's what Anasazi means Mm -hmm. uh, that encompass four states uh, which to me are the heart of our land uh, Utah, Colorado on the north and Arizona and New Mexico on the south Mm -hmm. and there are many ancient buildings which uh, in our world we call them ruins they're Mm -hmm. not ruins they're what was left for us Mm -hmm. and they all hold cell memory Mm -hmm. in fact before I I drove from Texas to the gathering and before I went to the gathering I was sent back to Chaco Canyon in New Mexico mm-hmm. to anchor the portal there again, mm-hmm. which at the in the Anasazi times, that was the center of all of the um, activities. Everybody would go to Rio Benito at Chaco Canyon for their um, initiation mm-hmm. and opening of their chakras. Mm-hmm. So it was the center of the ancient Anasazi lands at mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. Now, on this trip, uh, it was quite uh, actually uh, amazing. When I arrived there, the canyon where Chaco Canyon is is very, very large. Uh, the main site, of course, is Rio Bonito, where everything was done. 
the back wall behind it, a very high cliff wall, totally fell mm-hmm. uh, sometime between when I was there last uh, and the present time. Mm-hmm. The whole structure of the wall, the whole face of it came down. These are 350-ton wow. blocks of rock, and they came right up to the back of Rio Benito mm-hmm. and stopped mm. and did not destroy the structure of the site that was used for the the initiations. Uh, totally amazing that much weight would come down and just stop. Mm. And it and it did not fall anywhere else in the canyon, only mm-hmm. behind that sacred site. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, do you feel that had significance? Yes, I do. And, and what, and what was that? My guidance was is it's showing us that all of our structure in our reality will come down. Mm-hmm. It will dissolve. It mm-hmm. will will allow us to. Uh, understand that we hold the sacred memories mm-hmm. in ourselves of mm-hmm. our body mm-hmm. to rebuild. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the caterpillar dissolving and becoming right. the butterfly. Right. And there's the memory in there for how to become a bu- butterfly, even though it's totally dissolved. The old only form the mater- dissolved. Yes, only the material world will. Uh, the structure of our material world will change Mm -hmm. and it's up to us to open our cell memory Mm -hmm. and remember how to make those changes Mm -hmm. so that everybody Mm -hmm. really is equal that's the only way we'll ever have peace on the planet yes yes that inner inner soul journey of reconnecting remembering is that what you're and saying? And the reconnecting and remembering will be from your own cell memory. Yes. That you carry in your body. Yes. It's in every atom. Yes. Yes. So what were the messages of the elders that resonated with those attending, Judith? Uh, the main message that they all said in a different way, but it really was the same message, is they were there to uh, dance for us, to hold sacred ceremonies that are in each of their cultures, but for us to find our own from our own cell memory, not to copy theirs. Because when you copy a ceremony that you attend, then you're doing ritual. You're not Mm -hmm. becoming the ceremony. Mm -hmm. It's like rote memorization. Uh, They actually become the ceremony. They become the fire, they become the earth, the air, all the elements uh, when they when they are in ceremony. So it's not uh, performing one, it is becoming the ceremony. Mm-hmm. And, and this is a little hard in the beginning to for people to understand, but when you you're exposed to ceremony from morning till night, it gets into your uh, consciousness differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you become, also, uh, you become they, one with it. It's a living experience. It's not just going through right. a, 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 a static ritual. You're not an attendee anymore. Yeah. You're a part of it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's authentic. And it's authentic. You're in, a, yes. in an authentic experience. Whatever is revealed to you is a journey you're on. The second part of that... Um, 
for this particular gathering was the prophecy of the eagle and the condor. Mm -hmm. Uh, The condor being female and carrying female energy is in South America. Mm -hmm. Uh, The eagle, which carries male energy, is in North America. Mm -hmm. And many people knew of the prophecy over the years and have written about it, but the Amira which are pre-Incan civilization from Mm -hmm. Lake Titicaca in Bolivia. Actually, Mm -hmm. Lake Titicaca is on the border between Bolivia and Peru. Um, Were trained for five generations that someday they would do this dance and unite not necessarily the tribes or the people, but unite the the heart of each land, the vortex of each land, bringing a balance between feminine and masculine. Mm -hmm. And um, they did the dance twice. They actually did it as the opening ceremony where it was performed as the dance. Mm -hmm. Um, They, uh, when we moved around, we went to uh, the Grand Canyon uh, where we had a sunrise ceremony, mm-hmm. and the next day we went to the land of the forgotten people, the Dene, mm-hmm. which are part of Navajo, and we were on the Navajo reservation. And the second morning of the experience on the Navajo d- reservation, they did the dance again, and this time it was where it was supposed to be um, united on mm-hmm. the Navajo land. Mm-hmm. And the Inca that, the the uh, Amira pre-Inca that performed the dance, uh, they dressed differently. They came out so reverently. You could tell that it was something really, really special going on. Mm-hmm. They connected totally with the audience. Mm-hmm. And the tears were running down his mm-hmm. face as uh-huh the dance was performed Um, at the end uh, the Navajo came out Uh, the Navajo medicine man came out and he held up his staff and then he met in the middle with the main dancer who wore the condor feathers Mm -hmm. and they uh, both held on to the staff and then they went around in a circle and then they went the other way in the circle, and then they exchanged feathers and blessed them back to Creator. And at the end, they uh, hugged each other and became one. Most moving experience I have ever seen. Oh, I I feel chills just hearing about it. I just can really feel the the depth of connection and union that was taking place. Yeah. yeah. And this was to to balance the male and the female energy mm-hmm. in both of our lands. When you you have the the um and this is this is why I say it was in the lands because as the as the tribal leaders spoke, which you you can imagine, they're mostly male, mm-hmm. okay? Um, Tuesday of the first week was supposed to be Grandmother's Day. Mm -hmm. Um, The males, of 
course, started the talks in the morning. They were supposed to finish at lunchtime, and after lunch, it was supposed to be the grandmother's turn. <laughs> that didn't happen. Uh, the males came back after lunch and kept talking mm -hmm. until close to 4 o'clock, maybe 4.30, and then they were going to let the grandmothers talk a little bit. Well, by then, uh, in the Arizona sun, the audience was dispersing. Uh, many did not stay to hear the grandmothers, and uh, they, took, wow. they took the culture... Uh, to the level of male dominance, um, talking about the grandmothers but not letting them speak. Wow, that's so interesting. It was very interesting. So on the very last day, we had a grandmother from Mexico, the Toltec region, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, Grandmother Margarita. Mm -hmm. uh, she sat in front of me in the audience and I watched her while the men talked again all morning, uh, and she was making notes. And at the very end, when she saw that they were finished, she went up and took the microphone, and the first thing she said was, you have talked about balance, but we have had no balance in the whole 10, 11 days of this gathering the women, the grandmothers, have not been allowed to speak. It is time for us to have that balance. Wow. And she kept the microphone, and they had to translate for her, even though she wasn't scheduled, for about two hours. Mm -hmm. And she was wonderful. She oh. sang songs. She told stories. Mm -hmm. She brought feminine balance to a unique experience, mm -hmm. finally, on the very last day. Wow, that's very interesting. And it's very powerful because mm. that's one of the changes that the tribal leaders will have to embrace is they are not the only speakers anymore. Mm -hmm. They are used to being, the males are used to being, the chiefs, the mm -hmm. medicine men, are used to being the speakers mm -hmm. at gatherings and uh, consider themselves the wisdom keepers, mm -hmm. but it's been transferred. It's now in the grandmother's uh, hands to be the wisdom keepers and to bring that feminine energy balance to the planet. Mm -hmm. So until the tribal leaders, uh, who did go into council every night, understand that they must share the wisdom with the with mm -hmm. the female mm -hmm. energy. They must allow the grandmothers mm -hmm. to be It's like well the 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 feminine is the container, the vessel for spirit and so it's like spirit comes down and then there's no letting go so that the vessel can serve the spirit. Right. They're not given the opportunity yes. to share the wisdom they yes. hold. It's like you don't mail the letter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that analogy. That's a good one. <laughs> you got to let it go so people can receive it, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, there's, you know, you have to trust that the, the, the way of it, you know, you can't just talk about it. You have to actually allow what you're talking about to occur and to happen. 
to happen. And, and, and yeah. maybe when they gather again, they need to pass the talking stick. Um, yeah, some symbolic way of, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Uh, and Or, you know, pass the crystal around, uh, pass a talking stick with the crystal. So there is, it. there is an actual balance mm-hmm. that's taking place that you're honoring that. You're not just talking about it. Right, you're honoring Yeah, it. you're actually activating the principle that you're talking about. Right. Yes. And, and, and that did not, like I said, happen. That's very, very interesting. Early. And so when are they meeting again? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right away. <laughs> right away. Right away we hope to, to yes. co- you know, to, to correct this. You know, we want to, you know, I mean, it's uh, symbolic and a, a very potent symbolic representation. Absolutely. So I would hope as soon as possible. I know. think um, I think uh, somebody uh, said that Adam Yellowbird, mm-hmm. who was the one who hosted all of the, um, it was his vision to bring them all together in this time mm-hmm. space, um, was planning one in Brazil mm-hmm. uh, for, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I love the, the little the quote you sent me uh, from Adam Yellowbird. We are now living in a time of our truth and the intertwined field of destiny mending the circle of life. Let us look at the truth, the tree of life, the seed of life, the flower of life. The world has awaited a renewed life's path. We look towards our grand elders and wisdom keepers, Cosmovision, for specific instructions and guidance towards reconnection to the natural laws, the seen and unseen from the past, present, and future unfold. Destiny brings us all to this point in time. The men and women of wisdom have returned. His story and her story is unfolding in front of our very own eyes. Absolutely. I thought that was beautiful. And that was his intent when he started bringing them together, was mm-hmm. to have that balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are in uh, 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine in just about all numerology is uh, completion of cycles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm hoping that uh, the completion of cycles of and it's also dominant. a gateway 2009 2 and 9 is 11 which mm-hmm. is a gateway it's also a gateway but so like yes nine. you know it's sort of we there's an ending but there's also a gateway to a new beginning and a new beginning yes. and and this was basically what all the elders discussed uh, when they spoke of each other's prophecies and mm-hmm. shared was if we stop looking at it as an end and we look at it as a beginning, mm-hmm. then we can begin mm-hmm. uh, a new era. Exactly. A new consciousness. We birth a new consciousness. Mm-hmm. And so when we open ourselves uh, to receiving that. So and when you see the, the um, compassion and prayers that, that, they, that empower these elders as they become the ceremonies, you you begin to feel that the power definitely is within each mm-hmm. one of us, and the respect mm-hmm. um, when they they get down on their their knees and lay down on the ground and kiss Mother Earth in each ceremony. 
it beca- they become one with with Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. It's such an honoring and and such a respect. and tender. It sounds very tender. Tender, yeah. uh, much love and compassion, mm-hmm. and, and and they spoke of that necessity. Um, uh, we we can't heal Mother Earth and each other unless we change our energy inside of us and express mm-hmm. love, mm-hmm. love, compassion, respect. Mm-hmm. And and when we do this, then it won't be our words anymore. It will be our energy that comes mm-hmm. out of our hearts. Yes, space. what we must shift mm-hmm. within we our own heart, mind. Yeah, each one of us. Yeah. So I understand a proclamation was made for the ancestral memories to be healed globally for all time and space. Did this happen? That was done uh, in council among them. In they they met. The elders went into council every night. Sometimes mm-hmm. they stayed up all night. Wow. Uh, in council, and this is where they were able to resolve their differences. Mm-hmm. Was in the council, and when we were at. So the, was that just all men, or was that men and women? It was men and women. Okay. Everybody that was invited as an elder went into council every night. Mm-hmm. And and then they they did their ceremonies at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did not uh, come out and 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 mix with the people. This mm-hmm. was their time. This was a very important time, and they were ha- housed on separate land and cloistered away from the crowds. And they slept in tents, yurts, teepees. Mm-hmm. Uh, very few. How many bedrooms. people attended? How many? Well, they they had. Um, stated that there were elders from 81 countries. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this was a lot of elders to house. We had four buses that transported them around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, from So there were, were there thousands of people who attended? No, no. The, the people that attended, I, I would say, just working it as a volunteer, Maybe were spread out. They most people did not attend the whole thing, mm-hmm. like the whole ten days. They right. would come for a day or two here right. and there. So you had scattered, maybe 150 to 200. Wow! Uh, so this was, you know, just really focused on the elders it coming was together. More about the elders. Oh, wonderful! Than the audience. It wonderful. Was more, it was wonderful. More the elders. Wonderful. So it's concentrated. It was the focus was very concentrated. Co- very concentrated, and like I said, they did stay in council sometimes all night. One morning they disappeared. They didn't come in as scheduled. It was quite delightful. Mm-hmm. They went to Montezuma's Well, which is a national monument, um, and it's uh, a little bit north of Cottonwood, Arizona. Um, and they did their sunrise ceremony at the well and did a lot of other apparent ceremony there. It's it's a quite unique mm-hmm. ancient site that is down in the earth, pretty large, mm-hmm. uh, and has some, um, what do you call it, um, uh, the stone buildings that are cliff dwellings. It mm-hmm. has cliff dwellings on part of the wall and then you go all the way down into the well. And it's a natural spring that nobody knows how deep it is, maybe 150 feet deep, um, that just stays clear all the time. Mm-hmm. 
So that was very sacred for them to be able to just get on the bus and go there mm-hmm. and do their sunrise ceremony mm-hmm. alone. Mm-hmm. And none of the audience went, just the elders. So was there a vision expressed by the elders for humanity, Judith? Was there an expression of who we are and who we're becoming? What What is our destiny? No, the, uh, the, what they imparted was um, that it's, it's inside of each one of us mm-hmm. uh, and that the only way to release and express it is to bring the energy of Creator into your body mm-hmm. and express through love mm-hmm. and passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That energy mm-hmm. has to come mm-hmm. out through mm-hmm. your heart space. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you become the energy. And it, it will never be your words that make the difference. It will be right. the energy. Right, right. It's, so we yes. can't really pray for peace. We have to become the be, energy. Exactly. That to find that to experience yeah, that, that within our being. Right. Yes. It, it, yes. And there is no saving. You know, you're not going to save the world. You're not going to save the earth. You're going to become the energy that expresses what you want the earth to be. Yes. Um, and basically yes. that's the only way that, that it's going to work. So the cycle of stress we're experiencing around the globe is to create this change in humanity that's going right. and it's also going on in the earth I understand there's a whole pole reversal that's being stimulated by the sun that's been in progress right for the past 300 years well they've been actively watching it let's see there was a uh, magnetic um, the magnetics of the planet program done by NOVA in mm-hmm. 2004 that was very well done mm-hmm. where the scientists have stated they were watching it for four years uh, it's well overdue we haven't had one for 250,000 years and it usually was happening anywhere from 75 to 78,000 years according to mm-hmm. the documentary mm-hmm. so you can t- see we're way way overdue mm-hmm. uh, but what when you're talking about what is happening and people waking up to awareness, one of the biggest lessons that that we're getting right now is to get past our complacency mm-hmm. uh, and to become what we want the world to be. Mm-hmm. If we can't take that next step and get off the page, you know, everybody says, "Oh, we're one; everything's one." Well, when if you're if you're talking about that, then the earth and you are not separate. The universe and you are not separate. This is why they kept telling us to become the love so that we can become the ceremony. You're not separate from the earth. Mm -hmm. You're not going to save the earth. You're not separate. That's what oneness really is. It's everything. Mm -hmm. That's a very big step for the human mind to wrap around. Mm Uh, and and encompass. We're used to considering ourselves as diverse, separate entities walking on the planet. Well, we're controlled by the personal, what I consider like the personal egoic mind, mm-hmm. where you know where we are separated out. That's our, we have identified with. You but know, you a know, per, you know personal story that everything you know is what's happening going to us. To change that is. 
the energy that mm-hmm. is being uh, ascent through the whole universal matrix through our sun mm-hmm. to activate our bodies and it's hitting the consciousness which is like consciousness that light that's coming on it is and it's and it's activating the earth through portals from the sun every eight minutes uh, which is on my Mayan healing site. It was released by NASA. Um, they've seen the portals. Uh, yes, I saw that. That was a great... Um, and if you think about it, every eight minutes somewhere on the planet, uh, those portals are direct from the sun. Yes. And they're activating us, whether we're aware of it or not. Yes. Well, most of what's going on, you know, is happening at the subconscious level which is when they say 95 to 98 percent of what's going on is not in our awareness no no but it's in our energy but we we know it energetically Mm -hmm. we know it energetically we know it and this the magnetics changing on in the planet means the the magnetics in the core of the earth are becoming weaker Mm -hmm. uh, and then we go into the the high solar maximum by 2012, mm-hmm. all the activations we're receiving are to prepare us to move into that light. Mm-hmm. It, as this pole reversal progresses, the whole planet will be covered in auroras. Yes. We're already seeing that. Yes, down. and the equator, that's what I've heard. They've been seeing uh, the aurora borealis at the equator. Right. With the pole spinning, the electromagnetic. Uh, feels are, you know, shifting. They're in flux. They're like, Mm -hmm. they look like amoebas. Yes. uh, Yes. And they're in such flux that the, um, and this is what people talk about the thousand years of light. What that, what that really means is it, it, it got really activated in 2000, which was, if you look at their, their program, they were filming in 2004. That would have been four years. when it started to get really active, mm-hmm. that will open uh, totally in 2012 to pure light. Mm-hmm. It started in 2000. Mm-hmm. What that means is consciousness will become very predominant. People will understand and get their their cell memory back. Mm-hmm. Remembering uh, who they are. With no memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, our new children that are are considered the violet children and the blue children and there's so many different children mm-hmm. depending on what year they were born are coming in with their full consciousness mm-hmm. and abilities. Mm-hmm. Yes, and the intuitive faculties mm-hmm. are open and they you don't shut down. I mean, we we come in with them open and typically because of all the conditioning, they're shut down. But we also all agreed to come in with no memory, mm-hmm. you see. Uh, yes. And it was a time period of a cycle with no memory. Mm-hmm. Now with this new gate opening in 2000 where more light activates our chakras, our, we have more chakras opening. We and we have, have more chakras opening, yes. Right, and we have more abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, one chakra that's connected to your thymus, I think I told you when I met you in person, has been opening over the last, I would say, nine years on Mm -hmm. different people Mm -hmm. and that is your light meter and you Mm -hmm. need the light meter Mm -hmm. uh, for when the the earth becomes wrapped in light Mm -hmm. 
so that your body doesn't burn from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So that's a very it's like a regulator. Well, all the chakras are like regulators. They're gates, you know, for being able to. They are, but this one is very important to control mm-hmm. the amount of light that uh, your body can absorb at any one time, mm-hmm. because the light is going to become more and more intense. Yes. Uh, so, so it's a very important one, and and mm-hmm. and you can feel it right where your thymus is, between the throat and the heart. Yes, yes. Well, I've fact, been working people, with most people when they wear a medallion or a necklace, uh-huh. it lands right on that light meter. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the old uh, paintings of the ancient cultures, like in Egypt and Maya lands, all of them wore a big sun disc right there mm-hmm. over that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because mm-hmm. the light was more intense in their times also, um, and that was also a regulator. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're, that's we're, the we're portal. To... I connect with that as the eighth chakra mm-hmm. and uh, connecting to the universal heart and the great central sun in the mm-hmm. center of the Milky Way galaxy. That's Absolutely. where, yes, that's the portal I use. And Dr. Jude Curvin, she also has been working with it in that way, too. So, you know, you know I find they, pe- some people who there seems to be similarities in the mm-hmm. information. You know what I'm saying? We may have maybe have different language for it, but... Right. Yeah. And so. one of the most important of the masters uh, that work with the statements are the I am statements. Mm-hmm. And there's one that was given to to humanity a couple of years ago, uh, and it's still one of the most perfect ones that you can say is, I am the great central sun's heart's presence. Mm-hmm. Uh, I magnetize the energy of perfection mm-hmm. in my body, mm-hmm. and I give it back to the world. Now, if you're only magnetizing the energy of perfection from the great central sun and you're giving it back through your heart space as you walk among the people then you're already there you don't need a whole bunch of mantras and you don't need to ask for this or that or you know and you don't need to rescue anything you're just <laughs> magnetizing it right from the great central sun which comes through our sun oh i love that i am mantra i love the i am mm-hmm. as, as for for affirming for affirmations they're well, very powerful it's, it's so a, i'm going to write that down and and share it uh yeah that would be the one i would share i use it actually i use it in the shower every morning mm-hmm. um your 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 alone time with spirit and your processing and your releasing issues and distortions mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. negatives. While yes, shower. showers are wonderful. The water is wonderful to cleanse the aura and, mm-hmm. and just see force. it going down the drain. Any <laughs> so you can set yourself in your your I am tone for the day. And yes, and your intention. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what is better than the energy of perfection? Yes, and it's not what you think of as perfection. No. It's It's not anywhere in your head. No. You can't wrap your head around perfection. It's creator's (laughs) perfection. Exactly, which is, yes. It's it's infinity's idea of perfection. Right. And we can't really encompass that with our our brains. They've been trained differently. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it does... 
it does make um, you move into the mastership of your being instead mm-hmm. of saviorship. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our our history cycle of this current world, uh, and no matter which religion you follow or which prophet you listen to, has been set on saviorship, and it's now mm-hmm. time to move into mastership of mm-hmm. being. Mm-hmm. Yes, where you are the perfected vehicle for the expression of the divine. Of the divine. Yeah, exactly. And there's more and more coming to light, and more and more people are awakening and writing books about uh, the oneness and the connection. And when we actually can get off the page and become the oneness, then we never look back. Mm -hmm. It is a totally different Mm -hmm. beingness. Well, that's my, you know, that's my, in my imagination, it's where you finally walk through that gateway into that Mm -hmm. other realm and... Which is right when you, per- you perfectly do that, why would you ever come back? So, well, what, you know, what you're just totally you, transformed in that light of consciousness. Well, and, it, and it's a gradual, uh, it's a gradual acceleration where uh, a lot of people uh, want to know <laughs> how mm-hmm. do you shape shift? How do you go into other dimensions? And based on my experience in all the sacred lands I've been sent to, you don't. It becomes you. Mm -hmm. So as you're walking in these portals and your cell memory is connecting with the cell memory of the ancient sites, the reality changes to match. Mm-hmm. to your experience mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. don't do it you become it mm-hmm. well it's um, like you're re- a receiver a receiver yeah right? you're a receiver and that's what Bruce Lipton who's the cellular biologist I don't know if you know his the biology of belief mm-hmm. all the epigenetic research uh, that's what they show is that we are rece- we are a receiving site we're a receptor site who we are is not contain- you know our, re- our cells receive who we are Right. But your cells also hold the memory of every lifetime you've ever had. So as the activations come from the sun to your body, you start opening up to more of who you are and yes. you re-remember. It activates the memory of who you right. are. Yes. Well, this is how sites <coughs> work also when you step into a portal you've been before. <laughs> whole lifetimes can open up and the whole reality changes. You don't change it. It changes to match mm-hmm. what you're remembering. Yes. So I don't have any... I don't have well, something's happening in my throat chakra, I can tell you. All of a sudden I got this... <coughs> something is... Sh- yeah. You know, I always... Uh, I like to pay attention to when something happens in your body or in your... Because a lot of times something's getting opened, or something's being activated, or something's shifting. Well, you for are you. a communicator, so your your throat chakra has to match your cell memory. Mm-hmm. So it's constantly being activated to another level, mm-hmm. so that the next person that you interview, uh, you'll have much more knowledge opening in the cell memory mm-hmm. of your throat chakra. Mm-hmm. To so I become more of a, I, my ideal, my intention is to become more, you know, to serve more perfectly. Right, you know? and who are you serving? So, to the creator. The creator. 
Actually, you're not <laughs> serving. You're co-creating. Yes, because, yes, I have yes. an influence. So, yes. And I, I ask that my awareness open more so that I'm aware of exactly how I'm influencing, you know, mm-hmm. you know, so Every that I, that's I, done with responsibility. You, you hear what I'm saying? So. Yeah, and every time I hear the old way of saying it, I'm here to serve, I'm guided to say, who are you serving? Mm-hmm. Because you are here to co-create with Creator, not to serve. Mm-hmm. God resides in every atom of your body, mm-hmm. and it will not be long before we will have that information in print for people to actually see mm-hmm. how that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Is that like the uh, Greg Braden's the the God Code? How we're all, you know, imprinted with the God consciousness? Yes, you know, in we, our cell tissue, we are, and there's a, a a little still point in the center of every atom, which uh, I am working with a scientist who has the diagrams of all this, from the scientific structure to the uh, spiritual structure. It will finally unite, um, and it's going to take a couple years to get it done right and in print. Mm-hmm. But it it's actually. God is in the structure of the mm-hmm. atoms, and I'm waiting for God to wink back at mm-hmm. all the scientists who are looking for him. Yes, and <clears throat> I wanted to ask, um, I had gotten those Mayan tones, activation tones from you that mm-hmm. I've loved using. Are those available anywhere on your website or those for people? Act- those aren't actually Mayan. Those are the Sulfugio tones that were found in the Book of Psalms in the Bible, mm-hmm. hidden. Uh, and they were gifted to me, and yes, they're on my website on the download page. Oh, wonderful. Where, where people can download them and play them. Oh, wonderful. At home. Yeah, those are very helpful. Those are very helpful. And there are six tones, and the idea is you activate your frequencies with them so you become the seventh tone. Yes. Uh, so so as people start using them, each one is 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then if they ohm after the sixth one mm-hmm. from their solar plexus out mm-hmm. and bring the ohm up, they become the seventh tone. Mm-hmm. And then oh, you are... Is that explained okay. on your website for people? Um. I think I did. I'm not sure. I <laughs> have to go back and look. Uh, yeah, it would be nice I, if I you do, explained some a, I a basic. I refer them back to the man who gifted them was uh, the one who wrote the biological apocalypse, mm-hmm. which uh, when I first read the, the biological apocalypse, I got angry for a week, and I stomped around, and I said, you know, okay, spirit, now how do we... How do we overcome this? I mean, it had everything from uh, way back to the beginning of what was planned for us as a human race, and Mm -hmm. it was not good. Mm -hmm. And they sent me back to look at the book, and they said, the tones, you can help people become masters of their being by providing the tones. Mm Mm-hmm. And the tones can be played by anybody on the planet so that their frequencies can raise faster mm-hmm. and they can become the masters of their being. Mm-hmm. And once we do that, then no matter who made these horrible plans to keep us as slaves or whatever, um, we can over we can over 
overcome it. We can override it mm-hmm. because we're not in a slave mentality mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, we're no longer. We're no longer yeah, operating the servant. Right. You know where we're. Yeah. So, so it's, and you it really helped, but I mean, if if you um, the book is wonderful because all the little bits and pieces from all the different places were kind of all wrapped up in that book, uh, <laughs> and and all the proof that was needed to show you that it was true was in that mm-hmm. book. But it did make me angry. I I just couldn't comprehend um, twelve or thirteen families. Uh, doing that to the whole human race. Wow, I've never heard of that book. Mm. That's interesting. It's uh, Horowitz uh, on his site uh-huh. uh, is where you can get that book. Is um, and and he he does have some marvelous work. Um, uh, I think I refer back to that on the site where the tones are. Oh, great! I will and have I a look I've at refer- that. I've also referred to it in the the free course that people can download because I, I, I believe that we need to share the information that mm-hmm. comes to us with humanity as much as possible mm-hmm. uh, and everybody needs to grow not just mm-hmm. one person oh everybody. yeah it's all connected I mean, so, yeah, I mean, so we all ascend, mm-hmm. you know, it all, we all assist each yeah, other in the ascension. Do you know what ascending is? Well, tell us. Well, well yeah. I've always seen it as a raising of the vibration and consciousness. So. Yes, it's when your frequencies are activated higher and higher, mm-hmm. it makes you vibrate faster. Right. right. If you vibrate faster... Mm-hmm. Then you start moving between parallel realities, right? Right beside you, right? So that you're not actually shape shifting; you're experiencing many parallels. That yes, and that I've begun to experience some of that very early things where I uh, experienced the chakras as portals for time travel. And so where you can actually dial in frequencies to 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 travel through you know in, through different through dimensions <laughs> yeah other other you know past you know and I right. think that has already that is already done in other places in the galaxy and stuff mm-hmm. you know I think that is done by other more much advanced civilizations than where we are oh, absolutely yeah I, mean, and, and so, I wouldn't have that imagination if it weren't happening. You know, no. you don't have an imagination of anything that isn't possible or that hasn't happened. No. So, no. Well, you wonderful. Do. And also, you have this the the uh, token uh, the cycle that calendar on your website also, right? And mine is a little different, but but mine was guided by the ancestors. and that's the Mayan calendar, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is different. Yeah. So just so people know that, if they don't resonate with it, go on to somebody else's site that you resonate right. with. Right. But this one is definitely uh, guided by ancestors and the spirit side. Yes. Yes. Well, it's you know, it's all always you know to listen to your own inner resonance, what resonates for you, you know, to follow that. Right. So, well, but the main thing they need to know is that that calendar will never end. Yeah, uh, it's been here longer than we can ever even count backwards to. Yeah, and something that goes through infinity does not end. 
Right. So there's, there's so many recurring cycles within cycles. Yes. Uh, if they just and we're right now at a major uh, uh, coinciding of a lot of cycles concluding mm -hmm. and new cycles opening up. So If you figure there's nine recurring cycles happening all at once, you can't possibly keep up with them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that, that nine again is the completion. It's like the completion of completions. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, yeah. And it and it and it is fascinating. But what they need to concentrate on is the energies that yes. they are receiving yes. through the sun mm -hmm. every single mm -hmm. moment of every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if for me come, if it's gonna come into our solar system, it has to come through the sun. And now yes. that the scientists are even seeing that it's uh, <laughs> it's getting quite interesting out yes. there. Yes, yes, and for me the key is to to, to relax, just relax. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really the question. You know, who am I? Knowing who you are in truth, well, it's, it's then good. you you can relax. You know, but you if you have relax. doubts about yourself or any. You know what I'm saying. Uh -huh. It's kind of like that alignment with your own, the truth of your being. To me, that's the big... Well, what the masters like to tell us when they come visit is, you are vaster than your mind can encompass. You mm -hmm. are everywhere in the multiverses. You have been here since the beginning of time. Everyone has. Uh, you've been a spark of that first energy from Creator's mind. Mm -hmm. You you can't possibly encompass all of that in your mind as a human, mm -hmm. which is a very good thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> then everything becomes a nice surprise. Yeah. Well, and grace, being open to grace. Mm -hmm. You know, it's such a beautiful, beautiful energy, grace, you know. But they see us so. as rainbow beings. They mm -hmm. see us as our energy, which mm -hmm. is out mm -hmm. to all creatures. Mm -hmm. We are the aurora for you. We are the aurora. Yeah, so on that note, do you have anything else you'd like to share before we close, Judith? Just um, lighten up, and uh, it's not that serious. It just mm -hmm. is, and it should be fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Relax. Enjoy the journey Enjoy through the rainbow bridge. Yes. Because nobody knows the destination. It's the journey. That it's matters. the journey. It is the journey. We're on a grand adventure of magnanimous in proportion so mm -hmm. anyway alright well to learn more about Judith please visit her websites at mayanhealingsite.org that's mayanhealingsite.org or visit tntg.org that's tntg.org have a beautiful day everyone a warm mahalo thanks again for joining us Judith it's been an absolute pleasure and thank you for the invitation. I hope we can do it again as things progress. Oh, yes. <laughs>